Well, the 50-over Cricket World Cup in India is fast approaching, just nine days away. In fact, uh, to be perfectly honest, uh, the current Black Cap squad uh, are uh, in Bangladesh. It's a depleted side, as uh, some of the others uh, came home, just to get a bit of family time and uh, a bit of uh, rest and recreation and some final preparation, uh, of course. And they make their way to uh, India in the next couple of days. I think they're moving in uh, two separate uh, groups uh, out of Christchurch, uh, one of those groups will be uh, Tom Latham, of course, who uh, is so experienced uh, in World Cups, but also very experienced too uh, in playing in Indian conditions. He'll wear the gloves for us uh, as well throughout this tournament, and uh, he's been good enough to uh, to give uh, a bit of his time to us uh, as we speak. Tom, good morning to you. Good morning. How are you doing? Yeah, pretty damn good, actually. Tom, looking forward to the World Cup, uh, as I imagine uh, you are as well. It's, uh, it seems uh, quite some time ago since your last World Cup appointment with England uh, back in 2019, but they're first up for you. Yeah, obviously first up, first game of the tournament, I think it is. So, um, yeah, it's obviously exciting to, to get into it. I, I guess when you look at a World Cup, it always seems a while away, but now it's sort of on our doorstep. It's, uh, yeah, it's obviously pretty exciting to yeah, to run to get over to India in the next couple of days and, and then get stuck into preparations leading into that first game. So, Tom, uh, any memories uh, lingering with you about 2019? I mean, it's been uh, it's been brought up uh, so often in the build-up to this World Cup. I just wonder, every time you hear about it or every time you see some little highlights, etc., does it take you back? Uh, yeah, it certainly does. Um, I think... You see a little bit of your commentary as well every every now and again, which was uh, which was pretty cool. But I think yeah, you obviously look back at that historic game uh, and that final was yeah, it was obviously pretty special to be a part of. Uh, obviously falling on the wrong side, but uh, I guess you're looking back at the whole tournament, pretty I guess pretty proud of the group in terms of how we actually went about things because there was I guess there was chat around you know there were going to be big scores of 400 and all that sort of thing on some of those surfaces, but I actually don't think we reached 300 once throughout the whole tournament and we just played our own brand of cricket and and, and managed to, to have a little bit of success. So I guess that's going to be important leading into, I guess, the next couple of months in terms of trying to find our way to play in those conditions and, and stick until it as best we can. Nice comparison, actually, because I would imagine most pundits are thinking 300-plus again. Here we're going in batting-friendly conditions being India, but is that how we uh, see it again, or are we going to keep a little bit more open-minded? Uh, I guess when you when you tour India, uh, obviously conditions are vastly different to, I guess, the last two World Cups in England and, and obviously the one in 2015 in uh, New Zealand and Australia. So I guess looking looking forward, um, you know, conditions, as I said, are completely different, so it's going to be a slightly different way, you know, teams are probably going to go about it. Um, you know, potential due might come in later on in, in the game um, for the day-night game. So I think, as, as always, any game of cricket, it's about trying to adapt as best you can, but uh, in slightly different conditions that we're not necessarily used to. Um, it's about trying to find our best way to play uh, in a World Cup and where the pitches change from the start of the tournament towards the end of the tournament um, you know, will be interesting on potentially used wickets. So, uh, yeah, I guess it's, it's all up in the air and it's about trying to adapt as, as quick as you can. Interesting conundrum you bring up there too because you, you talk about the due factor which tends to suggest uh, the ball gets a little bit harder to hold on to, bowling from a perspective, etc. I, I just wonder I just wonder then um, where we seem to be a relatively good side chasing. Is, is, that, is that a preference in those conditions? And, but then again, you weigh it up against the fact that wearing pitches perhaps later in the tournament suggest maybe having first use of them. So how, how do you weigh that up? 
Yeah, I guess that's uh, uh, that's a decision we have to come up with. Whether it's, uh, I guess, what's going to be hardest, I guess, towards the end, whether it's going to be batting or bowling. And um, I think we're lucky enough. We've got a reasonably experienced side that have played in those conditions, whether it be for New Zealand or, or whether it be IPL. Um, you know, so I guess talking to them, seeing what sort of the best option is. But um, I guess whatever you do, you, you've got to do really well. Uh, you know, especially in, in all games and. I guess with the format playing everyone once, and you know you almost got to hit the ground running in terms of you can't sort of be slow, uh, you know, to get started. It's about trying to trying to start quickly in, in games and 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 get on the front foot nice and early. So, um, you know, I, I guess it's all those things weighing up. What's the best thing? And um, I guess communication is a, is a big thing we talk about as a group, and it's about trying to get those get those comms back to the group as best they can in terms of what's working well and, and what's working or not working so well. How important these two warm-up games, uh, Pakistan and South Africa, for you? How long since we've uh, had a crack at South Africa in this format? Yeah, I, in all honesty, I haven't played South Africa a lot throughout my, my whole international career. So, um, yeah, I guess coming up against a, a strong Pakistan side, um, they're obviously playing some really good cricket at the moment. We played them only a couple of months ago over in Pakistan. And, and obviously we've seen South Africa come off the, the back of a, a pretty good series win against Australia after being sort of up against it after those first two games. So I, I think for us, you know, the next week's going to be really important in terms of training and those games, in terms of guys getting used to, to conditions uh, as, as quickly as possible. And, and if we can do that, then, you know, hopefully that gives ourselves a good chance to, to get ready for that first game, which um, yeah, is obviously going to be a, a pretty exciting one at a, at a big ground uh, against a quality side. And, and I'm going to bet... Yeah, uh, I think it'll be potentially the first sellout of the tournament and I think it'll be a great reflection of how things are going to go. Just looking at the draw, uh, Tom, now, it compares quite well with uh, the draw that you had uh, in England. In fact, uh, I look at the teams that you're playing. OK, England is, uh, is a 50-50 for me and they look mighty strong at the moment. But then you've got the Netherlands, Bangladesh and Afghanistan. And normally you'd say in most conditions around the world, we'd be favourites going into those games. We should be against the Netherlands anywhere. Um, but Bangladesh and Afghanistan in turning conditions are totally different than Bangladesh and Afghanistan in England. Yeah, you, you did right. I think, um, you know, I guess those teams that are, are used to playing in, in those conditions or conditions that are slightly similar, um, obviously know them sort of like, like the back of their hand, really. So uh, I, I guess for us, it's about trying to, you know, play our best game of cricket no matter no matter who we're playing. And, and I guess from, from a preparation point of view, we... We do all our scouting and, and all that sort of thing. So um, I think we're lucky we play um, we play Bangladesh and Afghanistan in Chennai, uh, which you know we've obviously had Stephen Fleming with us. Uh, obviously, Devin Conway's played a little bit at Chennai. So um, trying to get as much information out of those guys as we can around conditions. So, uh, but yeah, there's, there's certainly going to be a threat um, throughout the whole tournament, I'd imagine. And, um, and as you said, if conditions suit them, then um, you know they're obviously pretty powerful. Are we on track? I mean, you're not going to give us any selection issues or medical updates. Are we on track to seeing Kane fairly early on in the piece? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I think in terms of where he was, um, you know, in England just just over the last week to to see where he's come uh, over the last couple of months. Obviously, hasn't hasn't been long since he's had surgery and to just to see him running, see him hitting balls the way he is and, you know, turning and all that sort of thing is, is a pretty positive sign. So um, I guess we have to wait and see. So I think it's always been a bit of a day-by-day -day process with him uh, in terms of what, 
you know, the potential first game will look like. But, um, you know, hopefully he's tracking in the right direction over the last week and, and over the next week and hopefully give himself a good chance of being ready for, I guess, for the first couple of games. Tom, uh, we saw just how powerful England can be. We had uh, a really good run-chasing performance ourselves uh, against England to open up that series. Then they came back at us pretty strong. Um, they look mighty formidable combination uh, anywhere in the world. Perhaps even a little bit stronger with their experience now than 2019. Yeah, I think you look at the, the series just played. Um, you know, they're they're obviously full of confidence at the moment. I think, yeah, uh, in terms of the the brand that they're playing and and the way that they're going about things. Uh, obviously, with the bat, they come pretty hard and and they don't tend to stop. So. Um, I guess it obviously makes them a massive threat, but uh, obviously it gives us opportunities as well. Um, you know, with with the ball in hand, they are going to keep coming. So, um, you know, as I said earlier, conditions are, are completely different. So whether that changes the way they go about things will, will be interesting. But um, yeah, they're certainly they're always going to be a threat. They have been for the last, I guess, since 2015. They've been you know one of the best sides in the world. So um, yeah, it's certainly going to be an exciting game first up and. You know, it only takes a couple of guys to, to have a good day and, and obviously we're, we're right in the game. So, um, yeah, we're certainly looking forward to that challenge. Tom, you've done really well in, uh, batting-wise in, in Indian conditions, spinning conditions. It's been one of your strong points. Uh, how do you prepare? What is your mind, uh, your mind thoughts, uh, etc.? How does it govern you to playing spin in one-day cricket? Yeah, I think again it's adapting to conditions, um, whatever whatever the surface may be. Uh, I think batting in the middle order, you know, around that five position is, you know, you're, you're always coming at a different situation. It's never you never know, you know, when you're going to come in and bat. So it's about trying to adapt to the situation as, as best you can. You know, you, you could be in at 30 for three or, or 200 for three. So um, you know that sort of varies the way you play. But I guess those conditions, uh, you know, potentially facing a lot of spin through the middle. Um, being able to get off strikes really important. Uh, being able to find your boundaries, um, have have options to find a boundary uh, is really important as well. So uh, if we can do that straight away, um, you know, if conditions are a little bit tougher, then I guess it's about trying to soak up a little bit of pressure at times and and then being able to put it back on them. You know, when the time's right. So uh, yeah, it's, it's always a good challenge to to plan in there, uh, especially against the turning ball. You know, with a sweeps, reverse sweeps come into play. That's sort of been a strength of mine for a while. So uh, I'm sure I'll be looking to do something similar uh, over the next few months. Tom, we're, we're watching, uh, of course, and you would have been as well, uh, watching the, the Rugby World Cup out of uh, France and the immense amount of pressure and they're placing on their heroes, the likes of DuPont and that. Can you just, uh, for our listeners, just outline how much pressure India are under uh, to win a, a World Cup at home uh, and the fever pitch atmospheres that they'll be playing in front of? Yeah, I think whenever you play India or whenever you play in India, um, regardless if it's a World Cup or not, there's, you know, I guess they're, they're cricket mad, aren't they? Cricket's pretty much like a religion over in, uh, over in India and and I guess over recent years, they probably haven't had the success they wanted in uh, in white ball tournaments. And uh, I'm sure, you know, heading into the tournament, they'll people see them as massive favourites. So, um, you know, even though they're playing some good cricket at the moment, there's, there's always pressure. There's always that external noise that that comes in. So, um, you know, as I said, yeah, you've got to play. You've got to play well on the day. Um, doesn't matter. 
what happens games before or um, you know what you've done beforehand. It's about turning up on a specific day and, and trying to play as best you can. And uh, I'm sure they'll be looking to do that. Um, mm. You know, even you know with the, the added pressure that they have been at home. Um, but yeah, they're, they're certainly an exciting, exciting team and certainly one to beat. What, what's um, just finally, what's life like as a touring cricketer in India as opposed to? Uh, most other countries in the world. I mean, you know, even now in Christchurch, um, you can probably pop down to uh, take uh, the family down for coffee, etc., and be largely untouched. But what's it life uh, life like as a touring cricketer in India, as opposed to being a, an Indian cricketer in India? Yeah, I guess you you don't really see a lot of the Indian cricketers. To be fair, when you stay at the, the same hotel, I think they tend to tend to stay pretty low key. Uh, I guess as soon as uh, you know, they head out of the hotel and um, there's swarms of people around them. Um, you know, a little bit the same with us sometimes when, when you leave the hotel, uh, depending on who you're with. But, um, yeah, it's certainly, a, I guess, a, a different culture than what we're faced with here in New Zealand where, as you said, you can pop down to the cafe and, and have a coffee and a bite to eat without being uh, disturbed too much. But um, you know, over there, it's uh, certainly a different story for them, um, Yeah, which is, I guess, that's something that they've... They've not not born into, but I guess that's something that they're probably used to dealing with, uh, you know, since playing international cricket. Well, it's the experience of a, a lifetime for anyone to play in a World Cup, but one in India too, uh, just uh, adds a little extra dimension because of the love for the game they have over there. Travel safe, uh, Tom Latham. All the very best, and we shall uh, see you in Hyderabad in a few days' time. Wonderful. Thanks a lot, Smithy. Yeah, cheers, uh, Tom Latham there, uh, out of uh, Christchurch at the moment. I think Tom heads over tomorrow in the second group of travellers, um, and we'll wait to see if uh, Tim Southey will be on uh, one of those uh, one of those two planes. Uh, they'll make an announcement, I'm sure, in the next uh, day or so.